You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 358th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando, Florida. This is Matt in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Holyoke, Massachusetts. You guys, we are on the cusp of the fourth rest day of the Vuelta. Um, things are getting exciting. Things are heating up. If I've, uh, if I've learned anything, it is that the, the final week of the Vuelta is... Um, you know, it drones on. I kind of lose track of where we are in that middle section, but the mm-hmm. end is usually really good. Yeah. Um, uh, Tim, you want sorry, to Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Um, I was flagging someone's ride on Strava. <laughs> they took a KOM from me, uh-huh. and uh, clearly they were in a car. I'm now back. What were we talking about again? Well, uh, Sp- Spencer, Spencer thinks the Volta is really long. You think the Volta is really short. And I think it's just I right. Think, is this like a Goldilocks I, sort of a Goldilocks a Volta Goldilocks. sort of thing? We're we're gonna prove that it's actually the perfect length at three weeks, and it was exciting. Well, I think it's a it's the predetermined nature of it. It's like mm-hmm. a professional wrestling met a cycling event. We all knew Roglic was gonna win. That it was not going to be very exciting in the GC. I was in fact correct by this, uh-huh. uh, and. Uh, I think some curveballs no were thrown. I think some curveballs were thrown in the last couple of days. Uh, that, is the that... curveball a solid four minutes and forty-two second win over Enrique Mas? I'm or not pretty significant little guy. I'm not debating that Roglic was head and shoulders above the rest, but there is more than one GC position that matters. Uh, which sometimes the top ten is considered important. Sometimes mm-hmm. we what? just go five a wide angle podium, uh, and sometimes the top three and. The top three was pretty spicy the last couple days there. Look, who got third place in the 2017 Volta? Oof, damn you. Yeah. Wiggins. Oh, let's see. Wow. Um, wrong. Wow. It was actually Ilnar Zakharin. Oh, but uh, you just kind of proved the point the that it doesn't really matter no, um, I, who I, gets second I, and third place. Tim, you've what got me there. What matters is who wins. You, no, you've got me there because earlier... Um, Earlier today, I was uh, I was thinking about how this Hague did so well, and the mm-hmm. uh, the Bahrain mm-hmm. team had Caruso on the podium at the Giro, and then I said to myself, "Who was third at the Giro?" And I could not remember, and I still <laughs> haven't gone to look it up. <laughs> so, no, you're right, yeah. but it's a it's a launching pad for future success. Yeah, just ask Roglic, who's now won three Vueltas and how many tours. Man, Tim, you are like the most negative. I'm person. on fire today. A guy I, wins yeah, three voltas in a row, and you yeah. want to bring up his his wow. one wow. downfall. Yeah. Jack Hague gets I do third apologize. on the podium, and you want to compare him to Zacharin. We're coming out hot tonight. It looks like yeah, I, the the I'm opinions sorry, are flying. Yeah. Obviously, the feisty. this yeah. race was a week too long because uh, things got heated from last week to this week, and um, I, you know, in the spirit of the thing. I do want to bring up that when uh, when we were talking about the the top ten or whatever 
uh, an episode or two ago, little guy, I think, I think Tim asked if mentees would get in the top 10 and little guy said, Ugh. Oh yeah. A bunch of guys will drop out like Hag. He won't stay there. And I said, <laughs> no. little guy, have That's you been true. not paying attention? And well, it turns out that maybe, maybe I'm the smart one all along. <laughs> you're you're right about <laughs> because, Hague this year. I, I, you know, his past results have not exactly been, uh, that he was going to get on the podium in a grand tour, but that yeah. Baron team, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's been just, a, a, it's been a good year for that team. Let me uh, let me just put this seven. out that um, you know Tim uh, may have been correct about who was going to win, but that was a foregone conclusion that everyone knew. So what? zero points for that. Um, zero points for little oh, guy. Really? Um, and then uh, ten points for me. So you know, at the end of this episode, well, we'll tally things up and okay. see who's. So Spencer, who's Tim, don't even try to talk. Just, Tim, don't even try to talk. I'll catch you up. Let's pile Tim, Tim, if if it wasn't for your curse, Tim, if it wasn't for your curse, Mentes would have been solidly in the top ten. He was yeah. improving day by day, moving himself into a solid top ten on GC. Yeah. And then the old yeah. super rookie okay. curse right. came back. The old super rookie curse did come in, but I don't know if the old uh, specter of little guy. Um, scared Guillermo Martin from a solid second place in, I believe, quote, one week ago here on the pod, you're like, you know, Roglic really can't give too much time to Martin. <laughs> he's, he's only a minute 10 down. Well, or he's a minute up the road yes. on him. Like, I don't know. And then, I, oh, I'm scrolling <laughs> down here um, in the results. Yeah. I mean, while Martin got a top 10, top and 10. congratulations to Kofidis, yeah. uh, favorite favorite team of the slow ride podcast. He did finish 20 minutes and 27 seconds down. Yes. Um, that seems like a catastrophic day or two. Mm. No, definitely. Uh, Martin is building as much as Roglic is like uh, third every time, or he wins every time he gets the Volta three in a row here. Um, Martin is uh, every time he does a grand tour at some point, he moves up to second and then he falls to ninth. And that's kind of his thing now, which you could have worse ways to have a career, but yeah. yes, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Okay, so so overall, the Vuelta has been pretty good. Um, can we give shout-out to 16th place GC finisher oh, yes. Clement Champouzin of AGTUR Citron? I think more than a shout, Timmy. I think I, I am an officially <laughs> nominating him for the Slow Ride Podcast champion belt. Oh. Um, that oh. performance oh. on stage 20... Uh, uh-huh. He he slayed Roglic. He slayed all the other big the biggies. So um, and and the factors that come into play: one, AG two R, two, he finishes sixteenth yeah. on GC. He's mm-hmm. got one win in his career, and it's winning that monumental stage twenty. And that pain face in the last two K or whatever. <laughs> you are going straight for the makes heart. Makes him the people's but let's, champion. Let's uh, give a quick recap to our listeners who who I'm sure are on the Slow Ride Podcast Wikipedia page right now, trying to see. Who has the current belt? Yeah. Going back to episode 352, so six or... Yeah, we had a break there. About eight weeks ago, we gave it to Wout Van Aert. I believe it was Wout's glorious, glorious work at the Tour de France um, in which he won each discipline. He won a time trial. He won a sprint. And he won a mountain finish. Some would say a glorious performance that would need to be really overtaken um, by someone to really wrestle control of the belt. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. here we have, okay. we have a guy that has never won a race before, mm-hmm. um, finishing 16th overall, glorious win. I Congratulations to, uh, to the man himself. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to lie. Clement Chapuzin, 
is, is what, how I'm going to say it. Um, I might mispronounce about 10 more times, but I'm trying my best. And congratulations for that. Little guy, I know you're going straight for my heart because he is on the AG2R team. Mm-hmm. And I did predict AG2R was going to win like 16 races um, at the end of 2022. And clock is ticking. Not looking so good right now. Um, Spencer, yeah. what do you think? They've got 11 wins on the year. Uh-huh. Um does does the man himself, Clement Champuzin, get the uh, get the belt in your eyes? Well, I do, I've had to do some research here because I, uh, you know, like many of us, I'm sure, um, had no idea who this guy was or anything about him um, prior mm-hmm. to the stage um, victory. And so, in my research, you know, I figured out uh, he is on AG2R. Uh, he he does have the brown shorts. He did win an unexpected stage. Great pain face, as the little guy brought up. Three, did four, have slack. a climber's chain. He had a climber's yes. chain. And the reason I knew he had a climber's chain, as the little guy just pointed out, he was going full schleck, um, which I... Uh, but is it enough to to rest the belt off of the cold dead hands of Wout Van Aert, who we haven't seen um, for, for months now? Um, well... It is it is funny that I'm nominating as Wout just won like the Tour of yep. Britain stage. So he did show right back up just and make a point to say, boys, I'm still here. That's true. I, I, I think Clement wins the belt because, let me strengthen my argument, uh, the belt is about uh, being the best, but it's also about being the people's champ, right? Roglic obviously mm-hmm. is the best rider in the world right now. And if you're just going for stage hunters, uh, um, then uh, Magnus Court obviously... Mm-hmm. is pretty much in the contention for that three stage wins and came darn close on two other stages so almost had five stage wins those guys i think i will argue for them too but one of these three should get it but i think this is for the people clement gets it so, so i got a couple of questions okay um one spencer yeah should we take into account that he failed to fully zip up his jersey he's kind of got like the half zip <laughs> when he wins at the end of stage no, 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 no. Yeah. he's got granted he's it, got, was, it was like a, it was no like, he, he has, didn't have time he has no really. prior experience winning stages um i am okay. going to let that one slide the jury okay. will look the other way okay so, uh little guy uh how much is it that he's on ag2r that you are nominating him for the belt <laughs> it's it's a lot. I mean, it's the whole win. The fact that he had been in that break and he had been, you hadn't seen him on the last climb. He okay, he, okay, but- he pulled the most perfectly tactical move, which we all, the thing is, was we all would have wanted to do this move, right? We all would have been like, you catch up to yeah. the leaders right at the end uh, and you hit them hard with one move and you hope they all look at each other and are like, who is that guy? And then immediately what we would all do is fade and get caught. And yes. he looked like he was doing that <laughs> yes. for seven for seventeen hundred meters. He was fading really bad, and like the pain face, the the fact that he did that move, and he made but it stick. To, but he, uh-huh. I mean, he was barely going straight. So on you're his making bike a solid personal case. But to get back to deep. my question, though, yes, how yes. much is it that he's on AG2R? Oh, it's a lot because I was watching that, and out of nowhere, brown like shorts 70, appear seventy five percent. That no, he's on no, age, like no. if he was just some guy on Wanty, you'd be like, eh, like no, I, no, I'm just twenty five percent, twenty five percent, okay, max. Because you yeah. do because remember that we the gave move. the belt, we gave the belt in episode three thirty for a solid five week run to the entire AG two R team. 
No, I know, I know that. I know we we so, have a so his, do, we have a history of do we have a blind spot? Again, I think we do. We have a blind do. spot to. I, I don't okay. want to um, throw a curveball, throw a monkey wrench into this whole thing because I I did not know we were going to be having a slow ride uh, podcast championship belt I, discussion. I feel this like evening. this has been. I feel like this has been kind of pulled out us out of the blue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> yeah. this is some I mean, uh, left field I tw- little guy magic. I tweeted magic. that I was going to do this, so I, mean, uh, well, I don't read Twitter. But uh, I was not. <laughs> <Okay>. I was. <laughs> I was not prepared to have this discussion. But as we're having it, uh, a thought occurs to me that maybe I also need to put forward a nomination for the belt. Um, okay, and it is also much like little guy's nomination based on emotion, based on feeling, based on, um, not performance, um, necessarily. Mine is, I mean, winning a stage is pretty good, <laughs> but that's <laughs> yeah. beside the point. He's rolling little guy. Let's let him go. I'm rolling. I'm on a roll here. Bear, bear with me. I'm, I'm coming up with this on the spot. Um, mm-hmm. I, and we have this on the agenda to talk about, so I think it's okay. Um, but a uh, good friend of the pod, Mitch Docker, crashes out of the Vuelta, breaks an elbow, um, cannot most likely ride Paris-Roubaix, which was going to be his final race. Are we sure of this? And we're not sure. No. But I'm thinking as an as a, as a ode to the greatness of the career of Mitch Docker, perhaps we give him a – I feel like it's – it'd be wrong to say ceremonial, but like give him the belt as a, as a way to go out on the top instead of, um, in the medical car. Okay. Two things here. One is Mitch, you might uh, just want to put the earmuffs on Uh (laughs) (laughs) bad guy, Tim coming out here. I don't think we need to do the gratuitous belt gift to Mitch Docker because we, if he shows up, and when the season, the career is officially over. Mm-hmm. As of this moment, I have yet to see an announcement that the se- the career is completely over. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we need to put the sunset on. I agree that Mitch Docker at some point will be getting the Slow Ride Championship podcast belt. Yeah. But he needs, to, he needs to earn it. And unfortunately right now, I don't know if, if the earning has, been, has happened yet. Wow. To take it away from Wout Van Aert. Um, and that's, that's not a knock. Uh, you know, I think Mitch continues to put in the heavy, heavy lifting of, uh, amazing podcast episodes just had, um, uh, one of our favorite, uh, riders, uh, Femku, uh, on the, on the oh, pod. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a um, great one. G- great episode. I actually, I didn't know that he was living in France this whole time and that they've been on the team, three different teams together. I loved it. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I digress. Spencer, I am going to veto the ah. Mitch Docker um, championship belt. Really? Not an, and I don't think Mitch is going to take that one personal. No, I'm going to veto it too because he's going to show <gasps> up to Roubaix and crush it and then he'll deserve it. Exactly. The belt. Like I think he's, that he's going to show up. So you guys are, are challenging, officially challenging Mitch right now to heal up his broken <laughs> bones quickly yes. enough to race Perry Roubaix. Yeah. Uh, in, 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 in which even his reward even if he doesn't, for that will be a championship belt. Well, and the win. His reward, no matter what, at some point, win, you know. is to come on the podcast. At huh. which point, he can then make the case to us on why he deserves the championship belt. Okay. That, that, that might be the... Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to veto the, the Mitch right, Dogger because right, it, okay. it, right. it doesn't 
It was, doesn't overtake. It's off the top of my head. Um, I just no, had a, I had a feeling. Much like little guys. And I I I just I just don't think we can take away from Walt Van Art for um, Clement Champuzin. It right, great then, episode. Then it was great. It, it was the third then, week of the Vuelta. Let's give it to Magnus Court. Who? <laughs> now, now you're just now you're now you're just dishing out belts. I made the argument a minute ago, which was like if, if Clement doesn't deserve it, Roglic is obviously mm-hmm. he won what four stages and the Volta mm-hmm. and Court won three stages and almost won two other stages. Uh those but guys... Wild Van Art won. Wild Van Art won today. Just to like further yeah. reinforce I know I already said that I agree with you I made all these points but I still think one of these three guys deserves the belt over Wout because Wout hasn't okay. been doing anything I'm gonna go one step further oh I think Nino Scherter should uh have the championship belt because he just won like his 18th um world championship on the mountain bike or uh, Greg Menard so suddenly we need to have multiple championship belts uh all right let's uh... move on Maybe we'll just I, have to table the belt for a while, I think, because I don't Tim, think we have any consensus here. Tim, are you, are you officially vetoing Clement uh, Champosson from AG2R Citron? Yes, even though he got 16th place, even though he's on AG2R, even, wo- even though he won the best stage of the Volta, okay. still not up All to right. the level. I need one more week of Wild Banner. I am, uh, I am still uh, officially, my position on this is undecided, but since there is a veto vote... Uh, it's not going to pass, so I'm just going to abstain, I guess, um, from this one. Oh, so yeah. go back to your district and tell your <laughs> constituents that you coward. All right, fine. Uh, let's move back. Let's, fine, let's move back to Volta Talk then. Uh, you guys, what about this guy named Sepp Cuss? Uh, everybody Ooh. complains that he isn't uh, consistent, and he just pulled uh, eighth place overall. Uh, is he America's next Greg Lamond? Well, now that Dan Martin is retiring. I think that it is up to Sepp Cuss to carry the Stars and Stripes um, to the to the next podium. Some would wonder, is he the next Bobby Julik? Out to the pasture really quick, aren't you? I mean, Rusty Woods is still our best GC rider. That's true. Oof. Okay. More okay. serious talk. Serious talk. Yeah, serious talk. I, I love Rusty Woods. In fact, Rusty Woods, huge fan of the pod. Also yeah, agrees <laughs> that it was a sad day for American cycling when Dan Martin retired. So he, uh, yeah. he knows it. He's going to come on the pod. Yeah. I would love to see a showdown between Sepp Cuss and Michael Woods to see who is the real Captain America. Because to tell you the truth, Sepp Cuss, what he did, riding in full support of mm-hmm. Roglic, mm-hmm. looking pretty good today in the TT. Yeah, looking great. Yeah. I mean, eighth place overall is nothing to sneeze at and and... Uh, that has been the thing that he hasn't been consistent and definitely uh, improving. I don't know. It's pretty great. I got an idea. I'm going to nominate Sepp Cuss for the championship belt. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just wanted to see that angry face you on yours, little guy. You know um, what's crazy? I just looked up because last year Sepp, Sepp got 16th, right? And this year mm-hmm. he got 8th. He, he yeah. finished 16 minutes down last year. In 16th place. Like, man, it was a lot closer last year <laughs> to Volta. He basically did the same race, and he finished uh, much better. So maybe he isn't improving. <laughs> I might take so back my comment. Maybe he's exactly else is the same. Worse. Oh. Yeah, or like, you know, Valverde wasn't there. Um, um, you know, last I know I bring this up, and we've been on the pod now for about eight years we've been doing this. Uh-huh. Um, the Volta, I felt, P- 
peak Vuelta was when it was the gold leader's jersey, not the mm. red leader's jersey. Not a not a big fan of the red leader's jersey. Yeah, um, I guess. Do you guys agree? I you like the gold or the red? I like the red just because the gold, I think, was a little, it was a little too close to the yellow, which was a little confusing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean. For keeping your, pro- keeping your products separate, you know. Any any Volta jersey discussion is just going to boil down to all of us um, not mm-hmm. appreciating the the current sprinters jersey over the little fish one uh, of the past. So, but in the go- in the red jersey for most of the Volta was a little known rider from Mwanti mm-hmm. Intermarche. Mm-hmm. Little guy has been doing some sleuthing online. He's yeah, our really. wordsmith. Proper little guy, what is the update that we have on? Um, I guess one of our favorite riders, well, uh, Christian Odd or Christian Iking Odd. Uh, Vodders was hinting, uh, in wordplay <laughs> earlier today. I don't have the tweet up, but it, it sounds like uh, Odd Christian is uh, heading to EF for next year, um, which would make sense because. Wanty seems like the sort of team that loses riders once they get good. And yeah, yeah. Um, the odds are against them. The odds uh, are against stays them. There. Uh, but also, EF has a lot of riders retiring and a fair number of riders leaving. I think they have, they have 30 riders right now and they only have 13 currently signed up for yeah, next yeah. year. So they've got a lot of spaces to fill on that team. Um, well, they could that's do a big one pickup. and they could just. Well, um, I mean, um, I don't know. I. It's kind of long odds that they sign a guy like that. Um, oh, so good, Spencer. Twice in 60 seconds. I'm like, you don't even have a kid. These are some top quality dad jokes. I'm loving it. Keep it going. Keep it going, man. You know, um, uh, I'd, I'd give it even odds um, that this uh, deal mm-hmm. happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, the, uh, the you know, uh, my sources um, are, are saying, you know, odd. Uh, He's an odds-on uh, favorite for the position on yeah. EF. Uh, uh-huh. So good. I, I'm loving it. Um, I, I, like I said, him to EF is going to be fantastic. Shoot, suiting up next to Magnus Court, one of my favorite riders. Um, mm-hmm. Some would say a candidate for the Slow Ride Podcast Championship belt. Who oh. had an amazing... Okay. And, and, and... Let's just say uh, there were some some players over at Roller Derby that cleaned up um, with the long odds on odds uh, at thirty to one to hang on to yeah. that jersey. Little guy, <laughs> three stage wins, yeah, and a second in the time trial, yeah, and he had one other stage where Roglic and the group came by him in the last like couple hundred meters too. I don't remember which one that was actually at this point. Because he finished he stage four yeah. when he got third. I think it was stage. It might have been stage. I don't know what stage it was. There's one. There's one other stage where he looked again. Looked sort of like that. Uh, the the first stage he won. But yeah, he 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 crushed it. Um, How do you feel about um, if you go to um, if you look at his official team photo? Mm-hmm. Kind, okay. Is it bothersome to you guys with like the the half zip <laughs> thing going on? You go to. Go to any of the uh, cycling stat websites. Um, the no, official like photo of Magnus Court, kind of like, hey, you know, um, trying to look cool, I, trying to I mix like, it up. I like it a lot because I think if you go and you look at like the whole all the EF photos, he's the only one doing that. Everybody else is facing, you know, kind of squared off to the camera, basically. 
Mm-hmm. Him and Mitch, yeah. really. Mitch kind of gives you a little little side glance. Mitch knows how to how Mitch to knows what's up. Um, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, him and Mitch are really up in their photo game. Uh, I like it. Maybe like Vodder it. should just start choosing people based off of the photo. That might um, well, might actually <laughs> help him out. That's how um, I build teams on 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 you know, like pro cycling stats. I just go through the photos, find the best hair. I could put together a hell of a team. So let's uh, do our annual ranking of uh-huh. the um, Vuelta amongst the three Grand Tours. Okay. Um, little guy, amongst mm. the three, um, obviously first, second, third place uh, ranking of the three Grand Tours this year. Now, just as a reminder, we have Roglic that took the win in the Vuelta. We have um, uh, Pogacar, who took the win in a dominating performance at the Tour de France. And then in the Giro, um, we had Bernal, who looked resplendent in the pink jersey over Damiano Caruso in uh, second place. And, uh, so, little guy, just, how do just you... Just for little guy's these? reference, uh, it was Simon Yates in third yeah. at the Giro. Simon <laughs> Yates was what Thank you were looking you. for. I looked that up, and I was like, oh, the other Yates, yeah. Yes. So, how do you rank these, little guy? I would say Giro was the best... I'm going to give the Volta second place and then the tour <laughs> third. Wow. And wow. Uh, Spencer, how do you feel about uh, those rankings? Do you agree or wow. are you going to go out on your own? Because to me, when I, when I see this, I'm just thinking about, I, I agree that the tour was pretty boring. Uh, wow. Mostly just because it was decided. Wow. Well in advance. It was wow. super boring this year. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. I am uh, going in a different direction than, than both of you. It sounds like. Um, because I'm going to put the, um, the Giro last. Mm-hmm. Great. Third step on the podium. I'm going to put the okay. Volta second step on the podium. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. putting the tour at the top because unlike you guys, I'm not really concerned about the final GC. I'm concerned about the entertainment value for my dollar, which was zero, um, that I spent <laughs> on this race. And okay. I thought, um, well, Van Art, uh, winning all the stages of various styles of stages was incredible i thought the mark cavendish story um winning four stages was incredible chasing mercs and leaving us on a major cliffhanger for next season um incredible uh, i i just think the tour led the way with uh with storylines and uh was was there was the a biggest entertainment value like, for my dollar like you bring up with some good points about the tour Right, like obviously the Cavendish story when we were all fooled in that Mark Cavendish had become a a mature individual and really cared right about support staff and really like oh he's gonna give it and, an old go and the, the only reason try. he was on yeah. Quick Step was because he paid to get there um, yeah yeah uh, like we, he backed it up and so. then Wout did his job to win the championship belt yep. serious kudos there my problem with the you know I I'm a nit picker uh-huh. I'm gonna pick a nit here is okay. that the uh-huh. GC was not entertaining at all. Little guy who got second at the tour. Don't know. You have to look it up. <laughs> I can tell right you know, now. Look I in your like, eyes. I feel like I see years ago, I could just name, I could name years and years back. And I, we've been doing this so long that, and the, the, it's so like, you got to get them in the head every week to do the show that now I just have to, I just have to shovel the facts out of my brain at the end. You know of what the best part is to make space. all of our listeners right now are going, who did get second at the tour? I guarantee it. They're all listening 
And they're like, oh, yeah, um, of course. Jonas Vingard. Oh, yeah. Five Vingard. minutes, 20 seconds That was a good down. story. See, that was, that was one of the exciting parts Great of Great story. Tour. Five and a half minutes down. That was, um, but you know, yes, I agree. on the block. The Man, jeez. Tour, better than the Vuelta. Who got the third I would put the tour in second place. Vuelta third. First really? is the Giro. Hmm. I think overall, all of the Giro is great. One, absolutely beautiful. Love it. That's second. Great. Also ended in an individual time trial. They really know how to just capstone the event. <laughs> Three, Taco Vanderhorn won a stage. Mm. One of my favorite things ever. Oh, yeah. Four, Gino Merder, who also turned out at the Vuelta, mm-hmm. won a yeah. stage, looked great. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that guy. And I got to admit, one of my favorite things about it, several Italian stage winners at the Giro d'Italia. Oh, yeah. Probably one of the coolest things. Whereas it's tough to find a French stage winner at the Tour de France. Not since um, Jimmy Casper has it been um, really done well. And I just, you know. Uh, I'm looking through the Tour top 10, and I'd, I'd forgotten mm-hmm. about some of these guys. Um, that's good <laughs> memories. I, yeah. you, you, couldn't, you couldn't have paid me any amount of money to remember who Ben O'Connor was. The um, I just there's no way I would have ever remembered that, but there he is. I mean, he's a good. He doesn't he's a good know. Writer. He's forgetting about his tour too right now. He's no, like, oh, I yeah, mean, I he's not forgetting. That. He signed through 2024. He he bankrolled that. Oh man, I had a point. <laughs> so, okay, well, I'll just jump in. I've got another point. Another question here. Okay, were the Grand Tours in 2020 better than 2021? And what I mean by that is 2021, we returned to the traditional calendar. The hot month of August, September coming coming through. Remember last year we had back to back to back grand tours with like a week between. Overlapping it was kind of a glorious twenty twenty. Some crossover in one of them. Yeah, twenty no twenty twenty was better. Um, Can we just sure. bring that back? Just three months of bike racing for us to focus on, and then <laughs> nine months of us just you know thinking we remembered what happened for the three uh-huh. months of racing. I just. Well, I I think all the and all the riders who were up in the up in the GC at the 2020 Giro would also say that was better because they all had, for the most part, kind of anonymous seasons this year. So, yeah, I think it was better. All right. So overall, there's still some bike racing left. We obviously do not have the Canadian one day races, a highlight of the Slow Ride podcast calendar. Mm. It would have been mm-hmm. next week where Peter Sagan would usually go and slay it. Uh, maybe AG2R would look great up there. Um, and so basically we got Paris-Roubaix in one month's time. And we have Lombardia. And, and, and Tim, we have the slew World Championships. of second tier, but mm-hmm. amazing Italian classics races that lead up to Lombardy that I drone on about every year. And you're like, ah, there's no more races. And I'm like, ah. There's so many good races. There's, there's all these little Italian one days, and they're stacked full of great riders. And so we got those. So, little guy, why don't you tell me about them? Uh, oh, yeah. what's that? Uh, oh, it's Michael Matthews checking in from the Vuelta, where he's on the team bus, and he wants Andy to get us Michael. into this week's Prem Lap. Let's go see how Michael's doing. This is Mitch Stocker, and you're listening to The Slow Ride Pod. 
Hey everybody, here we are in the pre-lap. Major shout-outs to all of the members and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head over to WideAnglePodium.com to find out how you can become a member and contributing supporter. If you ever wanted to buy us a beer, just click that donate tab. It will go through, and we would love it. Major shouts to friend of the pod, Amanda Nauman and Zach Schuster uh. for slaying it with some amazing Grodio coverage, not just of gravel beef, but now of the ben- Belgian waffle ride and many other races as the gravel calendar slowly comes to an end. Fantastic to hear. <laughs> so check it out where you get your podcast. That's the Grodio yeah. podcast. I mean, I, I, I want to just echo that real quick. Um, we said a few episodes, probably for the last couple episodes, that we've been looking forward to this Grodio episode where Amanda was mm-hmm. going to throw down uh, on the gravel beef um, that was going on. I had, I had high expectations. I didn't. She went above and beyond. I um, did not expect her to get Lauren DeCrenzenzo on the show and have a conversation about the beef one on one. That was incredible. I thought it was going to be somebody complaining about it or trying to give both sides, but no. They had both the main players in this drama. What's amazing? Talking about the, it. the best. The best part was like Amanda just picked up the phone and called, whereas like we would just be like, oh, let's talk about it and not actually go to we, yeah, which one we did. of the people involved, <laughs> which is what we do. And yeah. actually now we should do our part to just critique. Fantastic work from Amanda having the conversation and to really just get it all together. Which um, doing what all the uh, all the real cycling media hasn't done yet, you know, like incredible, yeah, incredible stuff. It was good. Loved it. Still a little too naive for for my liking, but I will say this, like uh, Amanda said and Lauren um, said, is that there's really no point for the men to be involved in any of this race. Just let them hash it out. We get to watch from the sidelines and watch some fantastic bike racing, which is what we all want. So I'm excited for that. It was a nice conclusion that I had from the Grodio pod. Shouts to Amanda Nauman. Um, and then also Amanda Nauman will have a curious case of promoter legs in the middle of September with the Mammoth Tough um, race that she puts on out in the uh, the Mammoth Resort area of uh, California. Um, best of luck in that race that it gets to happen despite all of the uh, forest fires in the area. Yeah. And we'd also like to thank Buckler Skincare for their continued support with Buckler Skincare's very own Miracle Wap chamois cream. Head over to bucklerskincare.com to find out more. And the good folks over at Grimper Brothers for their two exclusive Wide Angle Podium coffee blends, wideanglepodium.com slash coffee to get the best tasting beans in the business. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's get back to the show. My name is Matthew Vanderpool, and I don't listen to the Slow Ride podcast. All right, here we are, Luke. I totally agree. Can't wait for these Italian uh, classics to come around the corner. Can you do me a favor now that there's no bike racing for the next few weeks before the um, um, Roubaix? I would love a top 10 list of why I should watch these races, and I'm sure our listeners would love that too. I don't want to put you on the spot. Last time I put you on the spot, you nominated someone that <laughs> couldn't get two votes for the championship belt. Uh-huh. Um, love you like a brother, but I want to just... I want to know why I should care about these Italian semi-classics before Lombardia. <laughs> um, 
we got some emails right now or when you when do you need this when you need this by well, i i, I want an in-depth top 10 next next week on the pod oh. <laughs> a little guy is this the end of aru <laughs> what he retired it was yeah. is i know like so, <laughs> so like no it. more is he going to be at lombardia is he going to be at no, any more of these no. small races so this it's it. done he's done he's not gonna he's hey. not gonna do the italian one day classics and he did not win a stage. Like we he did not win a stage. He got he, he got sick at one point. I think he was a little sick for a few days. He did get in the break many days. Got uh, he tried. I think you know what can you do? That's what you can do. Yeah. No, um, hats off to him. It was nice to see I when he finished. The whole team was there to like hug him on the podium or the finish and stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's been a lot of retirements this year, or maybe notable retirements, I guess, with uh, Dan Martin, as mentioned earlier, Mitch Docker, Mm -hmm. as mentioned earlier, now Aru. Um, A lot going on, but I I think in our Vuelta talk, we may have skipped over maybe the most shocking retirement of of the entire season. I mean, you mean the unretirement? Well. Like, he's back, ladies and gentlemen friend of the Slow Ride podcast, Alejandro Valverde has signed for 2022. Is that what you're talking about, Spencer? Absolutely not. Okay, well, I'm happy <laughs> well, we're on the same page here. to get that out there, here. too, though. So, Valverde is back. Um, uh-huh. I know that your excitement is much as mine, and I also appreciate that I just totally stole um, where you were going with this uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. announcement of retirement. So, little guy, um, do you know where Spencer was going? No, I don't know where he's going. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Take right, the driver's seat. So putting on the seatbelt. I'm ready so to ni- go. Neither of you can think of a, a, an exciting um, out of left field retirement that happened recently in cycling. Aru, well, Dan Martin. Dan Martin. All right, all right. I mean, you know, I'm just thinking yeah. a guy who who TJ. unexpectedly stepped off the bike and and said he was done. Oh, Lopez um, at the at the Vuelta. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I thought you, solid. Okay. Yes, yes, Retiring solid retirement. Yes, Lopez. Yeah, yeah. you know, boom. Where'd he go? We did a really good job of burying the greatest movie star. Okay, question: Does movie star just do this on purpose because the Netflix cameras are there? Like, you, like, oh, we need some, we need some good content for this for this year's epi- uh, edition. The F one series is taking too much. Have to believe that that is the case because how else does this make sense other than made for TV? Oh my god! As yeah, if two guys on the podium possibly wasn't wasn't good enough I mean, for TV. They had to make it more dramatic. If I was Movistar, I would just scrub the rest of the season and just put all the money in their documentary series in the Volta. I mean, you had. You have the sadness of Valverde mm-hmm. breaking the, you know, falling off the clip, breaking his arm. Mm-hmm. Is he going to retire? Is he not? Comes back. And then you have the one stage left, 60 kilometers left in the <sighs> Volta or 90, crawling, the stepping off the bike on the phone with his partner. What should he do? The team tells him not to chase. He's losing his spot on the podium because he, we all know he's an amazing time trial. This little guy told us that he's going to be a, uh, you know, take Roglic to the, to the bank. Um, hey, when I'm on top finish. So how do you feel, little guy? How do I about feel? About Lopez leaving. Were you okay? And by the way, Superman doesn't retire. I'm just going to say, Superman doesn't give up. It's time to, to lose the nickname. That Oof. is true. He's having, yeah, he's not living up to Yeah, a little nickname. bit of kryptonite between but, those legs. Yeah, I don't know. We don't know. We know we know movie stars dysfunctional behind the scenes at times, mm-hmm. um, and obviously he was pretty frustrated. And I think he knew he's a bad time trialist, and if he shed a couple, 
he sh- he shed time on the road and he wasn't allowed mm-hmm. to chase anymore. Uh, the podium was gone. It was 100% gone. But mm-hmm. yeah, stepping off the yeah. bike is a pretty dramatic finish. I thought you'd like it because your favorite rider from the from the aughts was uh, what whatever the heck his name is but that got off his bike and the, the Argentinian guy who got off his bike in the middle of the Giro one year and walked into the woods. Uh, oh. <laughs> what was the guy's name? Tim's favorite, uh, Rujano? Rujano, yeah. The second He's, I heard that He Lopez, hasn't been seen since, which is know, No one's heard from him in a long he, time. He it's actually kind of amazing. He's making a comeback amazing. again uh, yeah. right. last year. But so, I, I thought of that. I was like, oh, Tim's going to love this. This is like, he's playing to Tim's heartstrings. <laughs> oh, for sure. Away. I mean, uh, it was a ridiculous situation. It was an unfortunate situation for him to be in. Um, I I think it's it's... We've made a lot of jokes, and I think rightfully so, about movie star uh, and their dysfunction. I do hope that Lopez is okay. Um, yeah, we've he's clearly put a lot of pressure on himself. Um, True, probably the team and the sponsors have put a lot of pressure on him too. Uh, we've we've had a lot of big um, media about athletes um, trying to, trying to prioritize their mental health. Um, and I hope that maybe that's what this is about. Um, and perhaps he should have done it far before it got to where it got. Um, mm. It may not be the case, but. I, fair, you know. fa- fair enough. Solid shouts because like, you know, I'm always critiquing uh, the flooring teams, uh, you know, team director for not appreciating his riders uh, mental health. I, I do think that that's a, a solid shout that you're raising. Um, I hope that that's not the situation. It seems like Movistar's, again, I think we collectively just say it's a, you know, what's going on over there at Movistar, not the way that they would when, like, Ineos shows up with three team leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it was it was disappointing to see. I don't know if I was shocked or not. I was just more of, like, what is going on? Like, there's only 90s date. Like, can we just finish? And it sounds like he had his team riders around him trying to get him um, across. So still on the team for two more years. The forced apology at the end, like was it forced or not? A little confusing. I'd like to to, to hear more on how that is. Mm-hmm. And maybe the, the Netflix series will go. Um, that being said, Lopez is known as Superman, right? So yep. that gets me to pop quiz for you guys. Just there's a new... Uh, comic book Marvel movie that came out um, this weekend. The uh, the Shang-Chi uh, series of Black Widow came out about a month or two ago. Could we come up with like, a, is there a pretty good nickname cyclist, like Avengers super team that we've got? We've got a Superman, mm-hmm. um, Lopez, the Gorilla. Uh, um, Under Gripe. Uh, Gripel. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Old He's Square retiring. guy is the Gorilla. Retiring, yep. yeah. Another. And then the Hulk. The Hulk is... Uh, Kind of the Hulk was sogging, right, for a while? Didn't he have the Hulk on his bike? Yeah, Am I wrong he here? he did, yep. yeah, he did. Nibali's the shark, uh, kind of from, uh, you know, Suicide Squad, maybe. Um, do we have other, like, what other nickname-type superheroes could we come up with? Like, who else do we have? Do you remember the nicknames of other riders? Um, famously, Stephen Kreiswick is known as the Snowman. Uh, I don't yeah. know if that has gone further than I- this podcast, but... Um, He's kind of like Mr. Um, Freeze, so that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Is there any other nicknames, little guy, of um, perhaps a uh, a furry type uh, rocket type character from Guardians of the Galaxy that could uh, be filling the void on the front steps of our uh, team? 
looking for the the hedgehog little guy. The, the, oh, the hackney, the hackney hedgehog. hedgehog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tail gang yeah, heart. Hand- the hackney hedgehog. Thank you for yeah, uh, yeah. filling that one in for yeah. me. Um, yeah, <laughs> great. Uh, I've been working there- on that one. Unfortunately, he's had kind of an off year, so it hasn't been yeah, easy just- to uh, promote. Uh-huh. That was a really long play for just an amazing payoff. I appreciate it, little guy. Um, thank you. So, yeah, Spencer, thank you for bringing up uh, the retirement of uh, Lopez mid-race. And then, obviously, Valverde, aforementioned, not retired, mm-hmm. coming back mm-hmm. for next year. Absolutely stoked. You'll but as always, that. it is that time of the show where we, at this point, are already well into an email. Um, but <laughs> we've got two quick ones. Jennifer Kratz, okay. longtime friend of the podcast. Jennifer Kratz. The one that told us about the banana in the bib short by sending us the picture on A1A. If you may remember, the rider yes. without a jersey had the banana coming out of the back, uh, lower back. Like Amazing. Shorts. She sends us another picture. I think, I think Jen is a um, very good on TikTok and Instagram. This one is of uh, <laughs> Mrs. and Mr. Corinne Rivera, uh, an engagement photo. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know the gentleman's name that is uh, uh, to be wed to Corinne Rivera, but, Cor- but he is wearing a Shawamigan Fat Tire Festival shirt. Uh. Fantastic. It is the same shirt that the three of us have mm-hmm. from you when you may remember when I beat you all mm. at the largest and best Fat Tire Mountain Bike Festival in the country up in Hayward, Wisconsin. Um, so yeah, how awesome is that? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, we guess we need to figure out his name and see if we beat him. Uh, I mean, that's obviously the next step is to look him up on Bike yeah. Rides or something. And we probably we should, um, but con- congratulations to them. Thanks for the email, Jen. Yes. <laughs> and uh, fantastic to see the Shawam again uh, so widely uh, seen. What a wonderful race. Hope we get to do it again, guys. I uh, Yeah, I think we should in lieu of um, uh, our failed attempt at the at the follow-up throwdown um mm-hmm. there in in kansas maybe maybe we just need to stick to what we know and uh and redo a second schwamigan um where tim doesn't cheat this time well that's why we were going to be on a tandem so that i could uh, actually just literally drag you across the finish line um like i probably should have done at uh schwamigan um another email that this one comes to us from <laughs> paul nithsdale uh hi to help with your cycling viewing I have for the Vuelta paid Discovery plus UK oh, twenty nine pounds for a year's contract. This, this is, is the, uh, the, the answer. Um, how how the UK or how Europeans watch cycling? Yeah, so they have Discovery about. Plus. You can get the twenty nine extra pounds. That's like fifteen US. Uh, <laughs> sounds like it's like a hundred dollars. Yeah, twenty nine pounds is probably like fifty US. Uh, and then he also has Eurosport 1 and 2. So he's watching the Benelux race. UF, yeah. EF wins the stage. And he's also able to, to flip to mountain biking. Um, by the way, Evie Richards, on fire in the World Championship kit. Looking amazing. Absolutely. Yolanda Neff has got that amazing bike we talked about. Um, not sure if the other is still there. But it is a bargain if it's worth it with your VPN. So Paul goes the route of... Skip the flow. Just get the VPN. He understands. $130. So that's the tip then for uh, the Americans who need to see everything. Um, Just uh, get your VPN set up and get those subscriptions uh, mentioned. Yeah, Um, just get the Eurosport. Seems to be the way to do it. All right. So, and then... 
Great tip. Matthew Pryor sent us an email um, a while back. He says, Dear Slow Ride, it's great to hear how you're calling out Patrick Lefebvre a few weeks ago. He is a cancer in the sport. He perpetuates a toxic culture, damages riders' mental health, and generally hurts the sport's image. I'd like to suggest you start to shut him down at least here. Professional cycling, lest we forget, is an advertising platform, nothing more, nothing less. Please stop celebrating or discussing his riders' wins. Please stop calling his team by its sponsor correct name. I'm going to shift from actively looking for his sponsors to avoiding them. Yours, Irish Matt. Ballsy yeah. move here um, mm-hmm. from Matt. Appreciate the email. I. Th- it's going to be tough to overlook um, what the flooring team results are. They've got some solid riders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, to be fair, we, we, I think we've been calling them quick step pretty much all year and that is not their official team name. Um, That's true. Although quick step is not, still a sponsor. Yeah. Taking the time to learn their <laughs> okay. name. They got a new um, sponsor. Can you guys believe that? Do you see that this week they got a new sponsor and I, it's some, sort is of it like, a flooring company from Belgium? No, it's some sort of like green recycling something. I don't know. Um, what it is i'm not i'm not helping but um it it's it seems like a good sponsor to have in a cycling it wasn't um an oil rich uh repressive kingdom it uh wasn't an oil rich uh repressive multinational company um <laughs> no, oil didn't seem to be involved it was great uh, I felt really good about I'm it. I'm sure and then, oil course, is in the actual vinyl floors of. Uh, uh, the vinyl floor is just oil. Yeah, it is just oil. Vinyl is very <laughs> bad slick. for the environment too. <laughs> so, I did see um, that there's another new team sponsor, little guy coming oh. on. Um, yes. Is it? How do you feel about Drone Hopper coming I, in for Android? What is that? What are you talking about? What is this? So I, I, have, I was, I have not heard about this. Yeah, I was, I haven't seen a press release or anything about this, but I was looking at some, uh, some Androni riders who ride for the Androni 4 million NASCAR team, uh, sponsor uh-huh. team. And they Favorite were listed. What, whoever I was looking at was listed as being going to drone hopper next year. And I was like, huh, that's weird. They're leaving the team. Well, then I looked at a different Androni rider. It's a drone hopper. I was like, wait a minute. And Droney's becoming Drone Hopper? So I looked it up. They're turning into Drone Hopper. It's a Spanish drone company. That, okay. That they, I don't think they make drones. I think they, like, fly them and do stuff with them for you. Um, so it's... So, uh, <laughs> uh, but what will this the, mean for the jersey? I mean, this is this is what, huge. What, what does this mean what, for cycling sponsorship? I mean, What does this like, mean for their YouTube channel and presence on social media with the incredible footage they're going to have from every race from Drone Hopper? Right, and and I'm really wondering if the jerseys are going to look better from above. Do um, they have a frog as like a mascot? Well, I have no idea what they have. So I need, need you to Google that while we discuss the yeah. rest of these jerseys. So here's the question, Spencer. Is Drone Hopper more stable or less stable than Next Hash? How do you feel about um, um, just just on just yeah. on a whim, not knowing yeah, enough yeah. about them? Having never heard of the name uh, Drone Hopper before two minutes ago or or knowing anything about the company at all, I'm going to say they are more stable then next hash <laughs> they, and probably uh bank guarantee will come through yeah they make like weird industrial drones these are like these aren't just like toys these are like you need a drone to survey your 
skyscraper or something. Shoot weird. missiles at your enemies? Yeah, well, probably. These things are, are these very, the drones uh, that that <laughs> Bezos is going to use to deliver packages or Jiffy bags to the riders <laughs> while on a stage? Yes, probably. Um, they're. Logo oh. does not have a frog. It just has a D and an H, and then it says drone hopper. Drone is in red. Okay. Hopper is in black. Hopper. Okay, that's boring. It, it doesn't. Right. Spencer, I, jerseys, think, I think you know. I think you know well. where I'm taking this, Spencer. Can these jerseys we, are going to be bad, is what I'm thinking. Yes, but can we? Yeah, they're going to be horrible. Who knows how they're, they're going to just I throw was, another? I was ugly. hoping for a frog logo because I was thinking some sort of Rafa um, Palace Giro jersey with a duck on it. Um, was what I was hoping for. No, no animals. But I'm, I'm I know that Tim, Tim is going in the direction of when your rider, uh, a la Remco, rolls off the side of the cliff and needs to get rid of something from his pocket, the <laughs> drone swoops in, takes it, and flies off, and no one, no one's the wiser. How badass would it be if they show up with no team cars? No team cars. <laughs> I wasn't, and a rider gets oh a God. flat, and a drone just freaking drops out of the sky and drops a wheel. Like just That's drops where a I wheel was going. On the ground, it bites oh. far, and they I, change I do it love themselves. how... I do love how Spencer thought that I was assuming that it's, you know, we got to hide the bottle, the uh-huh. finishing bottle. Here's uh-huh. the drone. I'm more with little guy that up above, the drone is watching. The, the drone knows all. Like, oh, you need a bottle? And it so comes the, down. The DS job just got easier. You can sit in the hotel on the uh, hotel's Wi-Fi <laughs> all day watching the race from above and, uh, and passing out bottles as needed. Yeah, I, I'm starting to think the drone. This is, you know, the the environmental footprint of the tour and all these stage races of these cars mm-hmm. burning diesel two miles up in the air can't be healthy for the ozone and for other things. No. Uh-huh. Um, a drone coming in, just swooping in when needed, could be pretty good. The only chat, and then there's actually a battery. Like maybe they could replace the battery for the for the bike. Yeah, oh yeah, because mm-hmm. they're gonna need uh, they're gonna need charges on those uh, motors inside the bikes every once in a while. <laughs> um, oh man, there's so many ways this could go. I mean, we're gonna get into if if, and now I'm gonna extrapolate this out a few years to every team's got some sort of drone sponsor, and the whole uh, follow caravan is now all drones, and we've got uh, we've got teams, you know, trying to create their own tailwinds and their own headwinds uh, to advantage certain riders and disadvantage other riders. Like we're going to get into um, mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of sports dome uh, 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 rumors mm-hmm. and uh, accusations where, you know, where the twins would famously um, point the fans in certain directions and all oh, yeah, sorts of yeah. things to the uh, affect on. the baseball games. Yeah. Hey, I mean, Moser won the 84 Giro because, uh, Helicopters over Fignon, so. Little well, guy, um, <laughs> Androni's not as good as it used to be. Fair enough. No, you agree? Oh, that's unfortunate because they were never very good. Well, no, you mean like you mean like the number of sponsors. I mean, the real question will be how many sponsors stay. If it's Drone Hopper slash forty three other sponsors, we're still gonna have a good jersey. Yeah, I just my the. <laughs> I mean, it's going full drone hopper to next year. Um, I, <laughs> full I, drone I, I'm, I'm so never go you. full drone hopper. <laughs> uh, yeah, the dro- I imagine the drone hopper jerseys are going to look kind of like the cult, like the cult energy jerseys from a few years ago or whatever. They're just yeah, kind of boring. And I will say that I think Androni really, when they announced what their team jersey was going to look like this year, 
-hmm. it was a, um, they kind of like leaned all in on the amount of sponsors. Like really just kind of like, all right, we know what we are. We know our place in the Peloton. Um, in fact, we're, we, you know, we're doing what Mark Cavendish did years ago by just, we, you will get a start spot if you bring money to this team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so maybe, uh, well, it's, it does seem a little bit more legitimate than uh, Next Hash. So congratulations to yeah, them well, on that. Oh, so. for sure. And I hope the whole Next Hash thing works out and they actually, well, they just go away, but their bank deposit actually comes through. And the riders right. get paid because uh, I would hate for a Rue to not get paid for his last month of work. So before we wrap up, I did want to reach out to you guys. Do you guys have anything else to add on this 358th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast? Um, I would like to uh, uh, mention just a quick shout out to uh, retiring Dan Martin, uh, our favorite American cyclist who did finish 16th place today in the tour of Britain. Um, so going out on a high note, uh, I know it's not his last race, but, uh, you know, uh, that's always good to see. And, uh, I think that's about all I've got. And look at anything from you. I don't think so. Unless you're looking at the slack and you're telling me to do something. Next, yeah, you got some is. homework next week about Italian. Um, the, the, the second thing, little guy, are we still friends? Even though I vetoed, <laughs> Um, this French guy from winning the uh, the the belt. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're still friends. Yeah, even though you okay. you, you vetoed all um, my stuff and made fun of my Italian races. Yeah, we're still friends. All right. Well, I'm not making fun of him. Can't wait to learn more about him. Um, and uh, rest up to friend of the pod, Mitch Docker, who will certainly be uh, coming on the pod uh, in the near future. <laughs> Gentlemen, as always, been fantastic talk with you guys and we'll be back next week in pre- <laughs> to prepare you for the illustrious italian semi-classics before lombardia and the, we got uh-huh. the world championships coming up don't you know don't uh, forget, don't sleep on that yeah, yeah world championships matthew vanderpool is gonna take it and um that's a sl- that's a super rookie guarantee oh, with that man. we'd like to thank bk1 of rhyme stars entertainment for the intro and outro music We'd also like to thank all of the members and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head over to WideAnglePodium.com to find out how you can become a member. And BucklerSkinCare.com for the Miracle Wap chamois cream. And if you like coffee, head on over to WideAnglePodium.com slash coffee for your very own Grimper Brothers coffee beans. This is Tim in Orlando. This is Matt in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Massachusetts reminding you to... Always wave at your fellow cyclists when you see them out on the road. I messed that up, but that's okay. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Wow. What an episode. That was amazing. When that one person said that thing and then the other person totally like set them straight. Oh man, that was great. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that again. But hey, since I have your attention now, hello, cyclocross friends. 
new friends and old friends and soon-to-be friends. My name's Bill. I host a, another show on the Wide Angle Podium Podcast Network. It's called Cyclocross Radio, and we talk to the biggest stars in cyclocross and even the medium stars in cyclocross and some of the soon-to-be stars in cyclocross. We also have a panel discussion we call the Media Pit with my buddy Zach and Michael, where we go over all of the new rules that might be coming out and the calendar situations and races that happen. It's a great time. It's a great conversation. We built an amazing community that we want you to be part of. So go to wideanglepodium.com, become a member there, then go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Cyclocross Radio. Do it. Do it now. Cyclocross friends.